Distributed denial of service attacks don't seem to be going away. In fact, they seem to keep making a resurgence. Hi, I'm Matthew Schwartz, executive editor with Information Security Media Group, and to discuss DDoS trends with me, I'm speaking with Gary Sockrider, principal security technologist at Arbor Networks. Gary, thanks for joining me today. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. DDoS. Just when you think it's gone away, it keeps on coming back. Absolutely. What's jumping out at you these days when it comes to DDoS attacks? Well, I think I really have to start with the most obvious. Everybody's talking about the Internet of Things today. We know there are, at this point, more devices on the network than there are humans on the planet. And, of course, with the release of Mirai code last November, we see these IoT botnets are creating massive, massive DDoS attacks. But really what's interesting to me is that not only is that not the whole story, it's just the latest story. So if you remember in 2015, 2016, we saw a lot of attacks leveraging reflection amplification techniques using protocols like DNS, SSDP, CareGen, others. Now, those attacks, of course, were reaching volumetric peaks of, say, four, five, six hundred gigabits per second. With IoT, we have a vastly larger number of compromisable devices, right? Billions of devices that can be compromised. So when we start peeling back and looking at the numbers, just in 2016, we saw 558 attacks over 100 gig. Now, that's just what was directly monitored by Arbor Network's global sensor network. Compared to the previous year, only 223 attacks exceeded 100 gigabits per second. But that's not a surprise, right? If attackers have got these IoT devices to bring to bear. Absolutely. Now, just understanding those numbers, right? And we've had recorded attacks already as high as 800 gigabits per second in 2016 so far. Now, if we look at reflection amplification attacks, the key here is amplification and reflection, meaning spoofed source addresses, and then amplification by sending a small packet to a server and getting a large response back, right? So that's how we get really large attacks with reflection amplification. IoT botnets so far have taken a different approach. There's billions of devices, so we don't need to spoof because they're consumer devices. It's your set-top box, your game console, your television, right? Webcams, exactly. Now, in addition to that, there's so many of them. So, you know, the first recorded Mirai bot was about half a million devices, right? So that's a big, huge botnet. Now, we've already seen a new variant of Mirai source code that actually can do spoofing of the source address which now gives you the capacity to combine IoT botnets with reflection amplification techniques. We haven't seen any of these in the wild yet, but we know the capability is already out there. So when you combine those two techniques, we're in the age of the multi-terabit DDoS attack now, and it's imminent. Who knows when it'll happen and how large it will be, but the capacity is absolutely already out there today. And is there anything that organizations which have faced DDoS attacks in the past should be doing in particular to help safeguard themselves against the potential for terabit attacks? Or is it down to their DDoS protection services to make sure that they're ready for that? Well, I think you actually really just hit on the key idea here, which is preparation, right? We know this is coming. We know they're just going to keep getting larger and more frequent. And so it's about having a plan, executing on that plan, and then having a backup plan if that one fails, right? We know that you know, nobody's got enough capacity to stop every single attack, no matter where it happens. So I think what we're going to see going forward, and we're actually already working on this, is more and more collaboration between carriers, between cloud operators that have these defenses 
capabilities in their network to be able to collaborate to stop these attacks across multiple networks, right? Just as the attackers are collaborating with each other and they're sharing source code and they're sharing techniques and tools and they share information in the dark web, oh, this was successful, this one failed, this network is weak here, this network is strong, right? We can do the same thing. There are a lot more good guys than there are bad guys. And I think this is going to be the era of cooperation and collaboration where we come together to put a stop to these attacks. Gary, thanks very much for your time and insights today. Thank you. We've been talking DDoS defense with Gary Sockrider. I'm Matthew Schwartz with Information Security Media Group. Thanks very much for joining us.